Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to today's video and podcast episode on a soundproof studio tour of my buddy Eric's studio. Eric is an incredible producer and songwriter who is now based in Nashville, but originally started out in LA. Um, he's doing a lot of songwriting and production for country music here in Nashville. And he built a studio in his backyard, built out of concrete blocks, and had the same contractor I used for my home studio, Henry Thompson, build it. And it's so cool to see uh, Studio 2.0 as Henry Thompson has learned from my studio build and is now starting to build other people's studios here in Nashville. Uh, it's really an incredible thing to see. And today we are going to tour his studio and check out the final product or almost final product as he still needs to add some acoustic treatment. Um, but for those of you who want to see the construction as it was being built ahead of time, you can check out a link to that in the description below or click the little link above me right here and see some of the behind the scenes of the construction, which I will also show in this video as a side-by-side -side view. I'm super excited because this is the first uh, video of this type. I hope to do many more where I'm actually going to tour through some soundproof studio designs, show you how other people are building and designing their studios so you can hopefully learn from their designs and build your own dream home studio. Before we jump in, I wanna say I have a free soundproofing workshop. For those of you who are really interested in building your home studio, this workshop is 45 minutes of teaching, getting you a full soundproof studio design so you can think through every aspect of how to build your studio and come out of this workshop feeling much more clear-headed about exactly what you need to do to begin building that studio and uh, following your dreams with where you want to take your production and your music. So, to check that out, go to soundproofyourstudio.com. You can check out a link below in the description as well and um, sign up and start getting going on learning more about soundproofing. But until then, let's jump into this episode. This is gonna be a cool uh, interview with Eric and I hope you guys enjoy. Here we go. All right, we're here with Eric. What's up, man? Hey, Wilson. Welcome. Let's yeah, this is amazing, man. We have this whole studio finished. This is a Henry Thompson build, the same guy who built my studio, and uh, I think it looks beautiful, man. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, this is a great job. Um, hold fast construction, right? Like, yeah, hold fast construction. So we've got like sirens and stuff. So let's go in and hear the soundproofing and cut out the world. Yeah, still a little bit of work in progress. Yeah, that's right. I kind of jumped on you, like you haven't fully, fully settled in. <laughs> 95 percent there yeah so this is cool because this is like i didn't do this but this is the uh vestibule entrance so you got two doors this door is solid core right yeah but the other like the, a sound lock the sound lock exactly and a mud room too yeah which mm -hmm. i really love i'm gonna step over here because this is something i wish i had done um but you can hear you know the outside door is not solid core which i usually say it should be but this actually works great this was like a prefab door yeah. From Home Depot, so. The second door did everything, because when they had the first door in, you could still hear, we have a train yard over there that right. squeaks all, all day. And yeah, you could still, still hear, hear dogs that. barking, but as soon as this this one was in, yeah, saw the issues with sound coming in, and my, my main concern was not to bother the neighbors if right. I'm working on a kick drum for four hours. Totally, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we don't hear the sirens and we don't hear your dog barking, which yeah. is awesome, so that's huge. Yeah. And I think, you know, soundproofing, I've learned, um, it's really sound reduction. 
Like there's no such thing as like, yeah, it's a misnomer. It's a misnomer. So uh, I think we all go a little crazy when we're like, oh, it's not perfectly soundproof, but it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's always a work in progress there. Yeah. This is an incredible setup. He's got a massive screen here. Let's like take a, a quick look at your gear. I know this is not like a gear channel, but there's, you got an amazing setup here with your pedals. It's all ready to go, right? Like yes. you can just spin around. It needs and, to be wired properly, but I've been working on this for three or four months. Mm -hmm. Trying to get a better, better pedal system going because I craft tones all day and I track and I'm always, you know, layering guitars. So right. that's why it's off the floor too, because I'm always tweaking knobs and I'm not playing live. So it's just a, a good work working yeah. system. Yeah, I love it. It's something I've been thinking about for my own setup. And you got a piano, which I'm jealous about, mm -hmm. which is amazing. And uh, the room, as you guys can notice, is not treated yet. But it's gonna be right, Eric. So. Yes, um, I'm just living with it until I decide like the colors and how many panels I'm gonna need. I do have some bass traps tucked in under there that I brought out from LA, and corner traps. And the booth has some in, in on one wall also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the work in progress. Everything else is working already. I've already yeah. cut vocals next to me, but the booth is yeah needs needs some work. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that in a second. But I also want to point out this sonar works he's got up here. This is the new one and a pretty incredible flat response, which I think is amazing. And you talked a little bit about how the bass is actually better in this room. Yeah, the, um, the way they have it, they show like what the, what the issues are with the speakers in the room sitting in this one spot, because it measures like 38 times around this area. But it will show you deficiencies in the room and the speakers. and. A lot of it is the room because when I had my studio inside, the bass problems were twice as much. It took like 12 dB of correction. Yeah. And now it's down to like five and a half dB of correction in right. that area. And it shifted lower. It was, the main issue was, was up higher, a little over 100. Now it's like 75. So yeah. It's pretty incredible. It's so, knowledge so you can work yeah. with it and, and start like correcting it and seeing then you can measure again and seeing if you're yeah if you're working your money actually <laughs> right yeah see if it's like oh man was yeah. this all worth it or not yeah. um let's take a look at your booth because this is really interesting um this is just a regular sliding door from home depot right there's nothing soundproof about it or you didn't spend extra money on that right nope nope um yeah, um, I do vocals like 99% of the time for a recording, except mm -hmm. for recording acoustic guitars and things. So I was going to set the drum kit up in there, but I put it out here just yeah. for fun for now. But I have cork on one wall, mm -hmm. and then I have bass traps and Oralex on another wall, and I'm looking to treat the far wall with something next. And then it will be the same. we got another curtain rod and a curtains inside to pull over the glass if anyone hears those reflections or things like that. Right, right, yeah. And then you're gonna actually have Henry come back out and build a second sliding door. Yeah, so you have a double door LA, system. My old landlord, and there were studios built in underneath the condos in the hillside. Um, he went to this old studio building that was being torn down on Hollywood Boulevard, tore out two um, sliding doors they had in there. And that guy actually lives in Nashville now too. Oh, crazy. Um, but yeah, I had two. So we tried it with one and it's not going to be sufficient. So yeah. it's just going to be a little frame coming out here with a double sliding glass. Yeah, which essentially makes 
This is, a, I never thought about this, but it's a great idea. And I'm really curious. I might have to come back again. Eric's going to like kick me out of the studio, but I want to see how this works because, you know, if you can get a cheaper option of having just two sliding glass doors with an air gap in between, mm-hmm. um, you know, that could potentially still be cheaper than putting in one like $5,000 acoustic like built yeah. prefab door, right? So, yeah, I think we priced the sliding glass door with laminated glass and all that and it was not yeah not worth it like you said it was yeah very high. yeah several thousand dollars is what i've yeah. usually looked into and, you know my goal is to have co-writers discussing what's happening when we're mm-hmm. recording a vocal with the music on out here so we don't have to all wear headphones yeah and then feed the singer ideas without it coming onto the mic in there and right as, as long as you get that done which isn't that hard to do but right now it's just a little bit too too leaky. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Well, let's take a let's take a walk in here. Um and uh you can tell the difference. It's really nice in here even already without the acoustic treatment. Um and you got a mini split in here? Yep. And uh this guy is not on currently, but if you wanted to, you could turn it on, right? Yeah, on days when I write and record, I'll have it running up until the moment of yes. recording. So it's nice and cool. Shut it down and right. Get it as cool in here as possible. Yeah, and they are so quiet. I'm just blown away at how quiet they are. Yeah. You probably wouldn't want to do it during a vocal session, but you could get away with a drum session in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the only thing you got to watch, I guess, is the direct air hitting the diaphragm. Yes. It'll yeah. that low-level hum that's yeah. hard to get rid of. Yeah, and this is a Telefunken, man. I didn't even look into this. It's a nice mic. Yeah, Beautiful mic. like 16 years. It sounds yeah. good on almost everybody. Which one is this? It's the AK-47. Oh, yeah. Which the AK was supposedly Alicia Keys. They were working with her at the time to, uh-huh. to make a model um, that she was liking. But she ended up choosing one of their other mics, I believe, as her main mic at the time. Yeah. Cool. But uh, there was a NAMM show in L.A. And in my studio building, there was a guy who was very active with doing like uh, mic shootouts and things. And mm-hmm. he had a bunch of manufacturers up after the NAMM show one night and did this big shootout. And... This is the bike. He gave everyone the files to take home. Oh, cool. So that's how I actually ended up with that. I'll have to look into that. And then I have a C414 here, which um, works with everything also. I use it for acoustic guitars mostly, but I think right. like, people like Whitney Houston recorded her hits on there. Oh, it's so. just such a common workhorse mic. Yeah. It's great. I know. It's like one I'm thinking about getting down the road. Mm. Uh, I just love how your setup is so uh, focused for your work. Like everything is just set up and ready to go. This is something I want to do in my studio more. Yeah, this is like my little cockpit where yeah. um, I used to have a Wurlitzer right here because it, I need to be able to reach over and say, what note is this? Right. Without like loading up a MIDI instrument. Yep. But for now I can reach over. Yeah, I have that same problem and I have a MIDI keyboard and I have to like create a piano track. Yeah. Uh, and you got that Wurlitzer back here. Um, this is all double walls. You know, Henry did an amazing job with this drywall. We were talking about it. Uh, it just looks incredible. You've got your lights, which are just the LED lights from Home Depot, right? I or are they something? Where got them from. <laughs> yeah, right. I wasn't there. But... Oh, these are a little bigger, though, than the ones I have. They're kind of yeah. cool. Uh, do you have a dimmer on these lights? I do. Yeah, and that's it's really nice. Booth, yeah. And it hasn't affected the sound that no, you've noticed yet? No. I know it's amazing how that works. The deal with is single coil hum from guitars. Yep, yep, that that is a noise. And then another mini split up here. So uh, this is the first time I've seen two mini splits in a studio, and it works great. And uh, 
I can't hear that thing at all, man. Yeah. It's really it's incredible. I know. It's actually a quiet mode too. I don't even know if it's on right now. But yeah. And I'm having a blind blind company come in. They've been on order for a while because at 6 p.m. Right. This time of year, I've noticed it comes in and burns a hole in my back. <laughs> oh, God. And it's so blinding that I can't even see my monitor. And yeah. I didn't think it was going to be like that, but... These are uh, musicians creating architectural designs. This is the problem with us doing that. Like we don't think about yeah. sun coming in. But I think it's a beautiful window. Henry did, a, um, I think, a better job than at my studio. He used some acoustic panels on the inside from Amazon that just look nice. Yeah. Uh, it's just a cleaner design. But same, same uh, design with the glass and everything. Yeah, and I definitely strategically put it on the wall that would get the most natural light during right. the day. So. Yeah. I highly recommend putting windows in a studio. I think yeah, it's yeah. I think it's worth it. Um, it doesn't really compromise the sound much. And you've got a nice selection of guitars here, which is amazing. And the drum kit back here, you think it'll stay here? Or? Yeah, probably. You know, yeah, I like if it. I record like professional drums, I can send out to so many people. But mm -hmm. sometimes we we record hi hats or snares individually, and it's mm -hmm. easy to set up a mic right there. Um, and the guitars, once I get the panels up on the wall, there will be a, a wall hanger to get some of them, like maybe this one off the floor. Yeah. Just to help with floor space, because even though I built it to a decent size, floor space is still... I can, I know, right? You never have enough floor space. I feel the same way. And your studio is almost like twice as big as mine. It's pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, 24 by 24, so yeah. inside's a little smaller than that, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're still getting a lot of great square footage, plus you have the vocal booth, which... Yeah. And then you've got this uh, uh, theater-style ceiling, yeah. which I really like this design. I think I would probably do something similar yeah. in the they future. Yeah, shed roof. Um, I have a friend, Brian Irwin, up in East Nashville who built his own studio, and it's, mm -hmm. it's got the same kind of roof, although his is much... You know, he put in bamboo floors, and it's right. all windows along his front. Um, yeah. He didn't care about bothering neighbors, so yeah, it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, he's uh, he's been helping me a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then this wall here, if I remember correctly, is splayed, right? So yep. this whole wall, as it goes across here, is actually not parallel, and yeah, it's, it's probably helping with the sound over the, the span. Yeah, um, which is pretty because pretty any anyone who has been like researching this knows that equal proportions are the enemy. Yes. So any, any way you can change that is helpful to break up the sound waves mm -hmm. folding back onto themselves and yeah. problems too. So the only parallel walls you have in here are the front and the back wall. Yeah. Um, and uh, in my studio, I chose not to do uh, non-parallel walls, which maybe I should have done. But what is interesting is if you do have parallel walls, you can kind of put acoustic treatment to help reduce those reflections yeah. a little bit. But it's, it sounds pretty good in here just without anything, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, we were speaking earlier, and I told you when I yeah. first, when Henry first finished, it's very resonant, like any play, like any apartment you've yes. been to, but as soon as you start putting stuff in there, you know, like bookshelves are, mm -hmm. they serve the same purpose as diffusers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, the so. couch is like a massive bass trap. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Couches sound really good in studios. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. I think that, Hopefully this is helpful for everyone watching, um, seeing the final product. And uh, you guys have, in this video, seen some of the uh, building footage I had earlier, too, that I've put in here. So, Yeah, thanks. so the cinder block construction was a choice. Right. I don't want to bother my neighbors when I'm working. Um, 
and wood probably would have been fine, but the way wood was going up in price, mm -hmm. and it turned out it's a storm shelter too now. In awesome. Look at that. Place I didn't even think about that. When the, when the sirens go off. Yeah. So I left LA to get, rid of, get, get away from earthquakes. And, and now you've got tornadoes. Yeah. Yes. That's hey. why I left. But yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah. Not have to worry about that in the middle of the night. Yep, yep. But now we got tornadoes. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But I love the uh, concrete block construction. And your floor is laminate, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Which it looks great. It feels great. Um, it's very soft underfoot. So yeah. um, that's always a great option as well. Well, thanks so much, Eric. Yeah, appreciate you coming over. Yeah, man, this I has been awesome. I appreciate that this is here because of what you did. And then yeah. you posted it online with Andrew. So. Yeah, we were just joking that uh, for those of you guys who are joining this community, Henry is now working on potentially his third or fourth studio. I know he's got a bunch of projects coming in and uh, we've got a little thing happening here in Nashville. And uh, hopefully you guys around the world are also learning how to build your own studios. And yeah. this is like the new wave. We were talking about how, you know, you don't need to spend 250 grand building a studio these days yeah. and it can still be professional. Yeah. All right, I hope you enjoyed that video. Pretty cool, right? I mean, really amazing stuff. Uh, Eric has achieved his goal of having a soundproof studio. He did some things differently than I would have, but it was really cool to see how it still worked. And I hope you got some new design ideas. His studio is very large. It has a splayed wall. Um, it's got that amphitheater ceiling. And there's a lot of cool things he did there that uh, even I wish I had thought about in doing in my own home studio design. So we are always learning here. Again, if you want to take that jump into the next level of soundproofing and getting your project off the ground and stop just watching YouTube videos forever and hoping you're going to build it, take action. Join my free soundproofing workshop. This is 45 minutes of engaging teaching with me. You will get a design for your soundproof studio by the end of that workshop. Sign up below go to soundproofyourstudio.com and you can join right now. All right, until next week, every Monday I have new videos and I will see you all later. Also, if you're on the podcast, thanks so much for listening and uh, give us that five-star review on Apple if you're enjoying it. Like and subscribe and thanks so much. Bye.